Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the football podcast, um, and uh, and today you can't see the forest. I'm not just reiterating the name; I'm saying we are a host down, and uh, we are pleading for any information uh, that people might have on the whereabouts of said host. Other than that, we got information from the last week of uh, football. And we've got uh, predictions aplenty coming your way for the upcoming games for Boxing Day and the week after. So there. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast. You can't see the forest for the teas. Well, football podcast right here, right now. Clearly, with the fact that you know, one of the uh, one of the hosts is MIA, so it's absolutely the football podcast because that's the theme of the football podcast. James Panas, where are you? Uh, if anybody has seen James Panas, um, can you return him to his nearest Zoom call? Uh, Today I had to contact somebody. I I feel I feel truly ashamed of this. I had to contact someone today, and say, "Can you ask James Panas this question?" I had to then, in a form of apology, say, "I understand you are not his keeper, but getting an answer out of him directly is like trying to count hen's teeth." So if you could find that information out for me, that would be amazing. Is the person that you had to ask the question to an avid tobacco enthusiast? If it's got caffeine in or tobacco, this man is all over it. Absolutely loves it. There's a little, uh, there's a little embedded Easter egg for uh, podcast alum yeah. and uh, podcast followers. If you know who we're talking yeah. about, please... Comments in the sections below. Drop a comment with your best name for that person. Clean ones, ideally. You know, yeah. he is. Uh, also, le- he is a legend in his own right, so we don't want any uh, disparaging comments. But also, leave a little message for uh, for Mister Mister Panas to find at some point. Just letting him know how much you're missing him. Yeah, I mean, or not missing him. As the case may be. Well, that, that that could be an option. Obviously, you know, drop many, 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 you know, if you want to take, you know, we're, we're at the Christmas break now. A lot of people have finished work. I know a lot of people who are finished find themselves with, you know, the odd two or three hours spare. Just drop multiple comments on either the, uh, the YouTube video um, or I'm pretty sure SoundCloud accepts comments and just, you know, even if you want to put like where, enter, ah, enter, you, you know, do it that way. It's a bit of a fun little game. Uh, yes, wherever you are, James Panas, I hope you're having a wonderful time. Not predicting football games. Mr. Williams, it falls to you to A, uh, let the people know what the podcast is that they are either watching or listening. And we do that in the form of. If I hold up the back of my phone, that's a little 
clue for it's the um, an American mobile phone company. Yeah, do you know what? Do you know what? It's just dawned on me. Um, on Sunday evening, so to date this podcast slightly. Um, in fact, I'll knock it out quick. Welcome along to where uh, you can't see another. You can't see another exciting installment. What, what, what are we talking about? You uh, welcome along to another installment. Another inst- oh fucking hell! It's terrible. And um, take three, go. We'll just uh, we'll just cut that. Cut it off there. Uh, get rid of it. Welcome along, ladies and gentlemen, to another enthralling installment of You Can't See the Forest for the Tees. See? Yorkshire, nay, the world's number one Middlesbrough and Nottingham Forest-based podcast. Anyway, on Sunday, uh, I tuned into a live a live version of a the 90s themed uh, football podcast quickly kevin willie scott um and they were doing a little competition where you could win some giveaways if you tweeted them with uh, a picture of you in your 90s football shirt in the house sadly i don't have a 90s football shirt that fits however I did find this. Now, for the uh, YouTube watchers, I'm going to disappear for about two seconds. Be right back. But I'm still here verbally, so I'll still keep talking. So, was unable to wear said Marty's football shirt. However, I did manage to find in the stash... Oh, look at this. This? So, for the people that are able to see on YouTube, that is a Middlesbrough 1998 Coca-Cola Cup finalist. Wow. And it's signed by the squad. Very nice. So, sadly, whilst I was unable to get that on, because uh, if I had, it would be technically two shirts, but, and obviously would then be worth absolutely nothing. So, uh, yeah, welcome along to the, uh, you can't see the Forest of the Seas, the football podcast. Like I say, Yorkshire, near the world's best Middlesbrough Night in the Forest podcast. Undisputed at this point in time. So, you know, we have to we have to work on it. We have to work with the information we've got. And at this point in time, it's undisputed. The undisputed era. Um, so, the way the uh, the way we normally start things off is by talking about like this week in football. But the new way we start this off is by berating uh, certain uh, soon to be ex podcast hosts um, for not being here. So now we'll move on to. Uh, Paul, what has happened this week in football? Right then, so from a from a Borough and Forest perspective, not a lot. From a wider football perspective, uh, two more managerial casualties. Oh dear. 
we've, we've definitely entered sacking season. Let's put it that way. So the first casualty to go was in the Premier League. It was Slaven Milic, the West Brom manager. Uh, off the back of a 1-1 draw away at Manchester City. Uh, yeah. So, so he got the team promoted. Okay. Don't think they spent that much money. Okay. Uh, and then he was doing a fairly decent job. He wasn't wasn't pulling up any trees. No, make no doubt about that. But he wasn't. They weren't so spectacularly bad that they were languishing at the bottom of the table with two points, which Sheffield United are. Oh, that's another thing that's happened this week in football. Sheffield United became statistically. The, uh, or, or had statistically the worst ever start to a top flight season in English football. Jeez. So after 12 games, they had two points. I think I've got more points at this point in time. Yeah, but the less said about that driving license, Andrew, the better. So, you know. <sighs> I don't know what you're talking about. I lost that, I lost that ages ago. Was it was it Jimmy Carr that said that he uh, did the joke where I'm a really good driver? Last year I got 15 points. Yep. Anyway, uh, so that Slaven Bilic was the first casualty at West Brom. Um, I was going to say I don't know if they've appointed anyone, but they absolutely have. They've gone for what they what they believe to be Premier League survival over any sort of style or substance, as they have brought in Sam Allardyce. Basically, the firefighter equivalent of uh, the Premier League, I suppose. So, yeah, teams that are struggling generally tend to bring him in, get him to steady the ship, and hopefully save him for relegation. Because I don't think he's ever been relegated as a manager. Mm. He is is over 60, though, so he's getting on a bit. Been out of it for a while, hasn't he? He has been. I, I can't. I, I think is. I'm trying to think if his last gig was the England manager's position, and if that's the case, he got sacked from that in 2016 or 2017. Seventeen. Um, let's have a little look. Why don't we? Uh, Sam Allardyce. Uh, da, da, da. No, I tell a lie. He lost the England job in 2016. Yes. But he then went on to manage Crystal Palace. And of course, he was Everton manager between 2017 and 2018. So he's been out of a job for about two years. But... It is what it is, I suppose. He is just that guy. He's, He's the guy who comes in when a team's... For want of a better phrase, up shit creek. And uh, he writes the ship and then uh, pushes them on from there. But let's see. Let's see what happens. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, he's uh, he's clearly good at what he does. Maybe he'll get the job done. Maybe he won't. Who knows? The second managerial change, which won't come as a surprise to any championship followers out there, was that Watford sacked their manager, who they had appointed at the start of the season. 
not a great run there then. So he was given 20 games. Wasn't doing particularly badly. He was in the, he was in the top six, which is arguably where Watford should be at this point in the season. They're only six, seven points off top spot. Um, let's have a look. Watford, fifth in the league, 34 points from 20 games. Fair enough, they're nine points behind Norwich, but could be worse. Absolutely. Very, a very, they're a very trigger-happy board, let's put it that way. Um, yeah, so Watford, new manager. Uh, they have replaced him with... Now, this guy's name, I don't recall off the top of my head. So this might take me a little while to find. But, um, oh no. Da, 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 da. Championship news. La, da, da, da. Nee, nee. Watford appoint Cisco Munos. As new head coach. Not, there you a name, go. not a name that jumps out. Munoz joins the championship club from Georgian top flight side Dynamo Tbilisi. Okay. Yeah, because they're, uh, they're pulling up trees uh, across the uh, European footballing landscape. Uh, but, that could literally be the first time of it. I'll, I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. It seems to have worked for them in the past. Because when they were in the Premier League, they were chopping and changing manager every six months or so. And they stayed in the Premier League for a while, for like four or five seasons. So, in the long term, it worked for them. So, well, let's say in the long term. In the short term, it worked for them. So, fair play to them. If, it, if they've had results with it in the past, who knows? But. For me, you can't you can't appoint a guy at the start of the season and give him twenty games, especially especially in the sort of like in the current climate we're in with all the sort of restrictions on mm. movement and things like that. It's not really a it's not a usual time, is it? So, well, there you go. That's uh, that's that's the main week's happenings in football, really. Interesting. Well. Hmm. We move swiftly on to uh, the book. And uh, only two games. I, I kept saying I kept saying it over and over, only two games. A very short week. Short week indeed. Obviously we make up for that by moving into the Christmas week and we're straight back to four games. One of those games, I was reliably informed by one of the hosts of this podcast, was potentially going to be postponed, but at time of recording, it is still listed as being played. Yes, at at record at time of recording, circa December twenty second, the game on Boxing Day between Middlesbrough and Rotherham United is scheduled to take place. Indeed, he do. Whether it will. I'm still sceptical because there was a COVID outbreak at Rotherham. Indeedy. Well, that's skipping ahead. And we're not there yet. It is. I do apologise. What we need to talk about is some amazing football and whether 
some of us managed to predict correctly what that amazing football would look like. Speaking of amazing football, first game of the week, I opened up the uh, the the football fixtures page, went to the point in time that I needed, and I was like, "What? Birmingham City versus Middlesbrough? What was the score in that game, Paul?" I do, you know, do you know what, Andrew? I'm going to reverse this. What did we predict? The highest prediction in that game was this young man right here predicted 2-1 to the Borough. The best anybody outside of that could do was 1-0 to Borough. Both you and that other guy that we don't talk about anymore. So, of those three predictions, both me and James Panas were both incorrect straight away as Birmingham City took the lead. Mm. So, regardless of what else happened in the rest of the game, me and James knew we could not get a correct prediction. At one point during the game, Andrew Cook's prediction was bang on. However, the yeah. game did not finish. It wasn't to be. 2-1 no. to Middlesbrough. It did not. The game finished. Now, do not adjust your Android or Apple devices you are hearing this correct. Birmingham City 1, Middlesbrough 4. Not 1, not 2, not 3, but 4 goals. 4 goals. 4 goals in one game. Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough FC's got 4 goals in one game. This is, if... this is unheard of. If we'd have taken the time, we could have worked out how many goals Middlesbrough scored in that one game more than Forest in the last few games. To be fair, Forest have got a little bit towards... They've made a move towards back to form by actually scoring goals, but there was a point. Wasn't there a point where they'd had a, an absolute run of no goals? So, Middlesbrough in one well, game. It might have... I'd have to look back through the records, because I'm pretty sure they might have had that sort of similar run, because there was a run where Borough didn't score for three games. So, so straight off the bat, the week before... It can happen to the best of them. The week before, Forrest didn't score. Uh, week before that, they did. So... Carbon at that point, but I'm sure there was a conversation about not Forrest not scoring for X amount of time. Well, yeah, they certainly they certainly they certainly had a run. They certainly had a run where they were where they were struggling to hit the back of the net. So, um, but like I say, Borough had a run of three games where they didn't score. There was a couple of seasons. There was there was a there was like a run a couple of seasons ago for Borough. Where I don't think they scored in like nine games or something like that. It was diabolical, absolutely appalling. Um, but anyway, 
We're, getting a, we're getting a little bit off track here, Andrew. A little bit. I'll give you some goal scorers. So, for Birmingham, um, I do not believe you had Maxime Collan. I did not. I had Hulk Hogan. Now, is a name that I think pretty much everyone will have picked. Do, 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 Britta Sombolonga. You can have only said that because you absolutely know that there was one person that did not pick do, do, do. Is it me? Of the four goals scored by three players... Paul Williams is not taking any points away for goal scorers from that game. Absolute disaster. Mm. Uh, yeah. So that that statement is a bit like there's absolutely no way. I don't know what to tell you. Good. Anyway, Anywho. first goal, brace on Belonga. Correct. Second goal, done a bit of form this season, the old kid. George Savile. Mm. Indeedy doody. The last two goals. C. Casual. W. Wingy. B. Banger. First one, not so much, as in it was a corner. That the keeper decided to smear his gloves with some sort of margarine-like substance and decide to then catch the ball and let it go into his own net. The, the, it, Wingy's second goal was a, a, a typical wing strike from outside the box. The keeper should really save it, but he's gone down to sort of save it and he's basically got a hand to it, but it's just going to the roof of the net, so... Yeah, 4-1. Erection section all over the place. Absolutely. So, what that does there, and unfortunately, as previously mentioned, uh, one person did not get any points for goal scorers. Everybody got points for uh, prediction, uh, because everybody predicted Borough were going to win, but it's just the one point for everyone. Uh, James Panas, absent... But his predictions were not. So he predicted 1-0 to the Borough and Britt to score. So that's two points for him. I also picked Britt to score. Uh, and I picked Borough to win. So that's two points for me. Moving swiftly on to Millwall versus Nottingham Forest. Uh, obviously... He ain't here to talk about what goals were scored in that game or were not scored. Whichever way you want to look at it, class half empty kind of situation. So, it's up to you. If you want to pick up the slack, be my guest. Otherwise, I do have all the information written down here. It's your choice. Oh, oh. I'll, I'll roll the dice. Do it. So... The game finished 1-1. Did. There was a goal for Millwall from Tom Bradshaw. 
Indeedy. The equaliser for Nottingham Forest was Alex Mayton. A name I can safely say I've never heard. Uh, what that means with a 1-1 is, uh, Paul, you did pick a draw. Fortunately, sir, not the correct draw. Uh, of the goal scorers, uh, you had four chances to get a goal scorer. Due to weird forest players and um, not picking Bradshaw. No points there, sir. Uh, now, here's where it gets interesting. James Panas, absent but present in the score in the predictions, doesn't get any points for his prediction because he predicted a Nottingham Forest win. Also, doesn't get any points because he didn't pick the goal scorer. Brings us to this guy. This guy correctly predicted the score. Two points. However, did not pick any of the goal scorers. So just ends with the uh, with the two points there. What that means, scores on the doors for the week. Paul Williams, point from each game, two points for you, sir. James Panas takes two points out of one game, but no more. Two points. This guy likes points. Two points per game. Four point total to take the win for the week. No, thank you very much, sir. If only I could do it so that we actually won some money. What that does is that puts uh, puts the that week behind us, and we've got no time to dwell because we have four. That's right, the same number of goals that Borough scored in their last game. Four games to pick. We've got Boxing Day games. I, I, I don't know how I feel about Boxing Day games. Obviously, from, oh. from a games perspective, from a football fan perspective, but personally, I think you have to take into account the turkey perspective. All that turkey swimming around. Few too many ales. Christmas pud sitting on top. Tell you, you got to take that into account when you when you're making your predictions. This isn't this isn't a let's all let's all go down the park and kick the ball around for ninety minutes game, Andrew. These are these are highly tuned professional athletes we're talking about here. I'm sorry, did 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 Nottingham Forest know that? Does somebody need to let them know? Oh, oh, shots fired. Absolutely, I can because shots, he's, shots. he's not here to defend them, though, is he? As is the way, uh, I take take time out of my busy schedule to uh, to make uh, an absolute mess on this page. Uh, get all the get all the games lined up. Get all the boxes lined up, uh, and I make my predictions. The way I've started doing it is making my predictions. Save time, save money. Time lost is muffin lost. First game of the week, which was. Potentially going to be postponed, but as we were saying at time of recording, still on the cards, is Middlesbrough versus Rotherham United. Obviously, James would go first, or I would go first, as this is your team. Um, so, 
what we do like to do, we like to add an additional element, and that's called, did Mr. Cook pick a, pick a player that plays for that team currently and is actually going to have a chance of stepping on the pitch? So let's play that game. Um, I've gone with a 2-0 to, to the Borough. Um, I feel it's only fair to uh, to get absolutely uh, all over British Ombolonga. And seeing as he's uh, had a little bit of a, a little bit of time putting balls in the back of the net, wing. Uh, we will send we will send a telegram uh, down the road to see if any predictions come back. But until then, Mr. Williams, what is your team going to do we'll on Boxing like, Day? We'll send him some smoke signals or something like that. He'll he'll get it. He'll get it that way. Um, I will go for three nil, Borough. Ah, I love it. Goal scorers. I would appear to have fallen foul of the James Panas disorder. Absolutely. However, there's method in the madness. So obviously, if the game does go ahead you'd imagine that some of the Rotherham players won't be playing yeah. if there's been this COVID outbreak. Yeah. So um, that puts them at reduced numbers, reduced strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say there will be goals for Akpom, Chubba, Watmore, and Tavernier. I like picking Tav, and I've uh, I've picked him for a, for a good few runs. Uh, but I just uh, <laughs> speaking of, I just look further down the page. Uh, yeah, I like picking Tav. Uh, so yeah, that is that. That is that done. Moving on. Uh, Nottingham Forest take on Birmingham City. Um. This is one of those situations, Paul, where you can go first or second. Hmm. I'll I'll go first, and then it doesn't look like I've let your pick Mm -hmm. influence me. So it's uh, Forrest getting Borough's sloppy seconds uh, and taking on Birmingham, who are going to be obviously rattled. And uh, interesting point, this will be back-to-back games where Aitor Karanka is playing against a former employee. Mm. So he was previously the manager of Middlesbrough, he was also previously the manager of Nottingham Forest. So this is... I can't... I, I wouldn't have imagined that he'd want to lose the Borough game on Saturday. Can't imagine that he'll want to lose back-to-back games against former employers. So... I will go for a 1-1 draw. Yeah? Will you? <laughs> that, does that sound familiar to you? Sounds a little familiar. I'm just looking on the page here. <laughs> Sounds quite familiar to me. Let's see if you can pick some uh, some goal scorers. Uh, I will go for... Amiobi. Hmm. 
Who do I want to pick from them? Just having a quick look at the uh, Birmingham team. Mm. Again, it's Borough. I'll have a little slice of Bella. Jeremy Bella. Okay. Well, as I said, that prediction looks quite familiar to me, and that's the reason. The reason being is that I've gone for the same score, different goal scorers. So, uh, I've gone with Graben because I'm working on the principle he needs to be getting some goals, some point soon. So, often a safe bet in it. Uh, and I'm reusing my previous pick. I am absolutely going with Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Uh, again, that's that wrapped up. And that's Boxing Day done. Turkey sandwiches. Oh, no, it isn't. It isn't. Talk to me about money. Well, you have selected a 2-0 Middlesbrough victory at 13-2 mm. and a 1-1 draw at 5-1, which gives you a double of 44-1. Oh, that's, that's good money right there. I, on the other hand... So, I've also selected the 1-1 draw at 5-1. But then I have gone for 3-0 Middlesbrough at 12-1. Mm. to one, mm. Which gives me a very respectable double of 77. I mean, one. even that's not, not crazy money, is it? It's, it's not, Andrew. You're absolutely right. So, we've, we've talked about Middlesbrough. We've talked about Darwin Forest. Comes back round again, doesn't it? So now we've got Sheffield Wednesday versus Middlesbrough. Now here's a point in time where I have uh, reused my selection from the previous Middlesbrough game. Uh, I've gone with a 2-0 uh, again. Different goal scorers this time. As I was saying, do like to pick Tavernier now and then which I've done this time round, uh, and I've gone with Chubba to score the other one. Mr Williams, talk to me about this game. Uh, so, another game where they'll come into contact with a former manager of the club. Mm. As, as we discussed in a couple of uh, in a, a podcast a week or so back, Sheffield Wednesday have now employed the services of one a Mr. Tony Pulis Tony. as their latest manager. Mm. I've got a really weird feeling about this game. Yeah. I don't think Wednesday have won yet under him. And in the last couple of seasons, Borough have not played well against Sheffield Wednesday. For one reason or another. I am going to go for 1 1. Mm. I understand your reasoning on that one. It's a bit of a weird one. Goal scorers. For them, I'll go for Lees. Tom Lees. Mm -hmm. For Borough. I'll go for Brit to get another one. 
Okay. And finally. <laughs> I've just looked at what I've predicted for this game. I'm like, what, really? Uh, finally, Stoke City take on uh, take on Nottingham Forest. Um, apparently, <laughs> apparently, I've gone with a Forest one nil win. And now, at this point in time, I have absolutely no idea why I would do that. Um, again. I'm working on the principle, if Grabham doesn't get a goal in the other game, he's absolutely getting a goal in this game. So, uh, yeah, 1-0, Grabham to score. What you have got much more faith in them than I do. <laughs> this is the thing, though. I'm looking at it now going, have I written it the wrong way around? But then I looked at the <laughs> goal score, I was like, no, I've put, I've put a Forest player down. Um, absolutely okay. baffling. So I don't know what's happened uh, there, but anyway. Yeah, I, I'd like you to put me down for a two-nil Stoke win, please. Yeah, that that feel like that feels more like. <laughs> I don't know what's happened, but I'm I'm a man who sticks by. I don't know. So, two Stoke players or one, if you. Fletcher. Okay. Campbell. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's fit because he hasn't played. But I know he's been picked previously, but obviously. When was the Stoke game? I almost feel like I picked him. No, you picked him last time. Yeah, he's that... not. He's not. On, he's not been in the. He's not been in the squad. I mean, I might have. I might have done myself out of some points here, or potential points anyway. Tyrese Campbell. Not seeing anything, but. Um, you know what, Andrew? That could mean anything. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna back myself, and I'm gonna yeah, stick with it. Stick with it. Yeah, two 0 Stoke. Seems seems so, like seems like a fair shout. From your perspective, you right there. That is a giant finger. You had Middlesbrough two nil mm. at ten to one. Nottingham Forest one nil. Thirteen to two, giving you giving your fine self a double of eighty one point five to one. Okay, well you know if it wins, that's that's good money. Um, Absolutely. And then I had Stoke two 0 at nine to one. Indeed. To go along with a Wednesday Borough one one draw uh -huh. at five to one, uh -huh. giving me a double of fifty nine to one. Respectable. Very respectable. That's this sound is the sound of the clicking pen, and that could only mean one thing: the predictions part of this podcast, well and truly done. Exactly. 
so speeds us quickly along to uh, to the final segment final segment is this it's known as AOB and if you're not in the business world what that means is any other business Paul any other business sir Andrew I have nothing normally I would also be in the same camp normally but as previously mentioned at time of recording we are mere days away so at this point I'd like to take the opportunity to uh, to wish everybody listening and or watching a very Merry Christmas uh, we in theory will be back before the new year because uh, there are there are predictions of games that happen before new year we might be able to squeeze one in or squeeze one out depending which way you look at it uh but yes at this point in time i'll take the opportunity to wish you all a merry christmas uh and i'll hold off wishing you a happy new year because you never know we might be back before then but if you've got nothing else mr williams uh i will thank you very much for joining me yeah, no, nothing for me, just to uh, echo that sentiment. Uh, Merry Christmas to all, or Happy Holidays, if you're uh, mm. not a Christmas follower or celebrator. Yep. Happy Holidays, Happy happy Kwanzaa, Happy uh, happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Uh, I, think, uh, I think Hanukkah's already finished this year, but um, yeah, Happy Festive Period to all, and uh, thanks for listening, thanks for viewing. Thank you very much. Bye. So there we go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another week gone. Another week closer to uh, the end of the year in this case. So yeah. Um, as we've said, if you do see uh, James Panas in your travels, do send him to his nearest uh, Zoom meeting. YouTube watchers. Do subscribe if you haven't already. It's a big help to us as a channel and it's a big help to you in the long run because it means we can bring bigger and better content your way. We've also got SoundCloud and iTunes where you can follow along there and everybody needs to get themselves over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there and you can send us some, uh, some love in the form of social media links or uh, even an email. So there we go, that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye. And for this one, I'm going to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and all of that good stuff. Bye!